Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a, another episode of the Belgie Blue Podcast. And today we are going to be going over the Chelsea nil, Manchester City 1 match in the Premier League. On the 25th of September 2021. And we lost. Um, it's, uh, it's one of those that is... Obviously, I don't want to lose ever. If you're going to lose, you're better off doing it at the early stage of the season. And to be fair, it was Man City. It weren't like Arsenal losing to Brentford, for example. It was a very, very tough opponent, obviously. Um, But before I get into it, like into the breakdown and uh, whatnot, let's go over the um, starting 11. We had Mendy in goal. We had Aspilicueta, Reese James, uh, As- Aspie, Christensen, and Rudiger as the centre back trio. We had Alonso and Reese James as wing backs. We had Kovacic, Kante, and Jorginho in the midfield. And we had a strike partnership of Werner and Lukaku start the match, which did make it a 3 5 2. Um, the predict the lineup prediction that I went with, I got spot on, except I said Silver instead of Christensen. But instead, we got <laughs> we are back five, so our wing our wing backs, our centre backs, and even our goalkeeper. We had Reese, Dave, Andy, Tony, Mark, and Eddie. <laughs> like some proper British names there. Um, but no, in all seriousness, that back line it was strong. Um, at on form, our strongest back line. Um, and yeah, I mean, with how we finished against Tottenham. Kovacic, Jorginho, Kante made perfect sense. And then, again, with how we finished against Tottenham, Werner and Lukaku made perfect sense as well. Um, I'll get on to Werner and Lukaku in a minute. Um, But they had... Well, in fact, I'll get on to them now. Um, We didn't play the best that we could play. Um... And for the first 60 minutes or so, until Havertz came on, they looked very isolated. City came out of blocks, uh, pressing and pressing and pressing, which, to be fair, Tottenham did as well. Um, The only difference is, is that Spurs' press died off. City's didn't. And what we needed to do... Well, what I think Tuchel was trying to do was basically utilise Werner and Lukaku's speed and hold-up play. 
which first and foremost the amount of times we see Lukaku running or Werner running and the ball either not being played or being massively under hit to the point that it gets countered uh, intercepted sorry was ridiculous the amount of times I see Werner and Lukaku with their hands in the air like for fuck's sake come on man was absolutely ridiculous and it got to a point where Werner got got the ump so much he just went you know what fuck this I'm just going to get a ball and run and when he tried doing that he then had three or like three or four City players around him and no support because no one was going forward with him like he had Lukaku but he couldn't find him because he had four players around him so I'm not going to sit here and dig out Werner and Lukaku because that was not their fault at all City played well we didn't play great but there are a couple of players who had some mixed performances Kova I thought he's been excellent all season had a bit of a stinker in my opinion um, he, he just kept giving the ball away over and over and to be fair it weren't just him all three of our midfielders like our central midfielders just kept giving the ball away um, and then it all it all turned to shit once Reese James had to come off injured as well um, Reese James and Grealish seem to be a very good battle, very interesting battle. And Reese got an injury and um, had to come off, and it was an, it was his ankle. And they did a sorry, as literally as I'm recording this, Arsenal and Spurs have kicked off, and that's. Seven minutes, 17 seconds in, so it's still no no at the minute. Um, but no, with Reese James and Grealish, like, it was a very close battle, as I said, and uh, it's just, I saw a breakdown of his injury on Twitter, and it was saying about he was going to be out for four to six weeks because it was like an ankle sprain or some kind of like tendon sprain or something like that the the full detail was there um, I can't remember exactly but he came off Silver came on which what that did was put Aspie at right wing back Christensen moved over to right centre back and Thiago Silva slotted in the middle and to be fair Silver was a beast um and then literally one lapse in concentration in the second half and uh, Jesus picks up the ball on, between the edge of the area and the penalty spots, like in that, in that sort of area and does a shimmy one way, cuts back the other and 
hits his shot, it takes a deflection, goes past Mendy. Um, which, again, I, I saw a funny tweet on that earlier. Was um, our defence is so good that only Jesus and Mohammed have scored against part uh, has scored against our defence this season. Um, that is the first goal we've conceded in our open play. Only the second goal we've conceded all season. So, um, one one lapse in six games so far and not even just that like it was deflected goal so you, it's just like alright cool if it didn't deflect who knows Mendy would have got it who knows it might have flew in the top corner no one knows point is it went in um, and at that point we needed to change something um, I think it was Kante who came off for um, Kai Havertz uh, around, around 60-ish minutes. Um, I might I might get the times wrong. Um, and then later in the game, Ruben Loftus-Cheek came on for, I think, Jorginho. And then with the... Um, with the Reese James sub in the first half, that was our substitutes gone. Um... And to be fair, we did have the ball in the back of the net. Um, Havertz got played through and he's cut, cut the ball across. Lukaku's tapped in. However, Havertz was about five yards offside. So it was was the correct decision. Um, wasn't even a remote need for VAR. It was blatantly obvious. And... Yeah, I mean, when all when all said and done, I'm not gonna be salty over City beating Chelsea when they deserved to beat us yesterday. They were the better team. We didn't really show up. Um, there was no refereeing howlers. Michael Oliver actually did a good job, um, but then to be fair, he's not the one with the problems. Right, obviously. Oh, literally, as I've looked up, Emil Smith-Rowe has made it 1-0 Arsenal in the 12th minute. So, mm, I don't know who I want to win this game. Because either Arsenal win and then you've got the likes of expressions going absolutely mental. Or Spurs win, and then you got all the Arsenal lot going mental. So, uh, Sack on the right cuts it across the six yard box, and Smith Rowe just gets a run in and taps it in. It's schoolboy defending from from Spurs. Why are you letting Smith Rowe have. He's completely open on the six yard box. And you got Arteta running around, jumping around like a fool, like he's the fucking next big thing. When he's the one who's got him in that mess in the first place. Like, they're, they're 14th at the start of the game, like a kickoff, with Wolves winning 1 0 earlier. But, oh well. Here's what it is 1 0 Arsenal. 
Um, and I can crack on with this podcast now. <coughs> um, but no, like, there was no, <coughs> there was no referee in Howlers. There was maybe a, maybe, if I'm clutching at straws here, a shout for a pen, but nah. But it is what it is, and as I said, I'm not going to be too disgruntled. There's a reason why the invincible season that Arsenal did is a special season, because invincible seasons don't happen every year. And even when we won the league under Jose, we lost one game to Man City, funnily enough. And we went on and won the league. Now, I'm not saying we're going to win the league again, but we're going to be up there there or thereabouts and yeah I mean, I mean it's going to be interesting but with the other results last night or yesterday should I say that puts us all in and around each other so while Chelsea were playing we had Man United were playing Aston Villa now in the 88th minute in that game Aston Villa go 1-0 up. We had Ollie bitching and moaning, oh, it should have been disallowed, blah, 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 blah. Right? Now, I'll be honest, I haven't seen the goal back, but all he does is complain. He then, Man United then get a penalty, and in the 93rd minute, Bruno Fernandes, who, from articles I've read, took the penalty away from Ronaldo, like, Ronaldo obviously wanted it, and Fernandez just grabbed the ball and was like, no, I'm having it. Um, yeah, he, he kind of sent the penalty back to Portugal. Um, he launched it clean over the bar. Like, we're, we're talking Johnny Wilkinson rugby style here. Like, he just launched it. Bye-bye. Out of the stadium. And it was a ridiculous penalty, and like, and not in a good way. But so they lost to Villa. So that's Chelsea and Man United both lose. Sit with City winning. All three of us are on thirteen points after six games played. Four wins each, one draw each, one loss each. Liverpool then played Brentford last night in the evening kickoff. And we thought, oh, right, Liverpool are going to go three points clear. Nope. They dropped points to Brentford and all. They drew three all. So we've got, at the minute, Liverpool on 14, Chelsea and the Manchesters on 13, Everton, I think, are on 13 as well. If Spurs turn this around and win, they're on 12. But if Brighton win tomorrow, apparently they go top on 15 points. The league is ridiculous, but the the, the four teams that the people are tipping to be the title contenders are all separated by just one point at six games played. And yes, there's still 32 matches to play. 
And literally next week, Man City, Liverpool play each other. But we've got a few of our big fixtures out of the way in terms of... Like, we've played Liverpool away, Spurs away, Arsenal away. And I say what you want about Arsenal, Banner and whatnot. They did double over us last season. Spurs is a derby and Liverpool away is one of the toughest games on the fixture list. And then we played City at home. All right, we lost, but it's not an easy game. We've played Villa, who we only took one point off last season, and we've already got three. And then we played Palace, who, again, aren't an easy game. And we've got, I think... Newcastle in the league next um, I know our next our actual next fixture is um, Juve on Tuesday I think when's it? on the 29th we play Juve which is the it's the 26th today uh, 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 Wednesday we play Wednesday and then, oh, we got Southampton, sorry. Well, they're not going to be an easy game at all. Because already this season, they've taken points off Man City and off Man United. So if we can go, if we can play Southampton, it's at home, so it's at Stamford Bridge. If we can play them and do a job, Right, if we can get the three points, get that sorted, be more than happy with that. Um, but midweek, as I just said, we have got Juve um, in the Champions League. This will be one of the two games to decide the group, I think. Right, who, I think Chelsea and Juve go through. But I think whoever wins this game and then the second leg so to speak, against Juve in the group. Um, I think whoever gets the most points out of that wins the group. And, of course, we are going to want to win the group and like to avoid the likes of PSG, Bayern Munich, etc. for now. Um, but when, when all said and done, with Liverpool drawing, and it, it makes the title race tasty. It, it really does. It really, really does. And anyone can win it. And I love that. I love the fact that any any of the four can win it because for the last few years, like even back when Chelsea won it last. So 16, 17, after a few weeks... Chelsea went on that mad run and then boom for, by by November we were champions elect we were going to win it season after City season after City ran away with it or, and Liverpool pushed them close but two teams done and Liverpool won it and from week one they were top of the table And then last season, Man City won it. I'm, I must, I might be miss. I think I am missing um, 
Uh, I think I am missing a league here somewhere. But my my point stays the same. Like at the end of the day, I'm sick of this one, maybe two horse race. I want a title race where three, four teams going into the final two, three games. Maybe even final day, like we had um, a few, like when you had City's first title win. Like game, like title races like that, where it's down literally to the wire. Uh, I love them title races. It like even in situations like those, Chelsea weren't involved in the two thousand eleven twelve season. It was Man City, Man United, and up and like at <laughs> at ninety minutes on both games, Man United just won theirs. City were two one behind. They didn't go two all. They're still losing the title. Man United won the title. And then you have the Aguero moment. Like 93rd minute, 94th minute winner to win the title. and Final day, final minute sort of drama. That's the title race I want. And I think that's the title race we're going to get. And it's, it's brilliant to see because, like, for example, like, I'm an F1, I'm a Formula One fan as well. And this year... We've got one of the best title, like the championship race, like championship battles for a long time in Lewis and Verstappen. So when you've got that close battle, it makes things interesting and it makes the the heartbreak if you lose more, but it also makes the joy if you win more as well. So, like, if we, if Chelsea, City and Liverpool, for example, push each other to the wire, like, to the last two, three games, maybe even final day, and then final day comes, any of the three can win it. If Chelsea win it, I'll be, like, screaming, like, in... At, like obviously with like joy bouncing off the walls but then if we lose it on the final day I'll be crying my eyes out whereas like last season it was just like alright we can get top four final day alright it's interesting because there's a couple of teams or a few seasons ago under Sari it's like oh we've already got top four confirmed final day means nothing cool um, like even when um, like our last league title because we won it with like four games to go the Batshuayi versus West Brom like final day was just like oh okay oh that's that's nice you yous have been relegated alright cool and I, I want to feel that thrill and that rush as a football fan Champions League final is like yes we won 1-0 we deserve to win it but when you've got that Mares chance in the 97th minute and it's like oh my god please don't go it yes he missed it and it's just that it, it spikes the adrenaline and the rush that you get 
and I, I don't think there's anything quite like it like coming out on top after a long hard battle it's it's brilliant and I think with the title race this season as I've gone off on a mad tangent with the title race this season I would absolutely love to have a close close battle I don't think I don't think United are going to have enough yes they've got Ronaldo and Varane and whatever else they've got but when times get tough and you need a manager to bail you out of trouble they've got Ollie, and I, I don't think he's the right manager to do that I think with with Pep, Tuchel and Klopp those three are I know I've and I know I've also criticised Pep in the past but those three are elite managers and when all said and done that they're going to be the difference makers I think because all four of them like all four of us like the Manchester's Chelsea and Liverpool we've got the squads or the, hmm. see this is another reason why I think Liverpool might drop off as well because one or two injuries they're fucked the two basically there's two teams in prime position to go head to head toe to toe for the for the title and then you've got Liverpool in there if they can keep their first team fit because of Klopp and their first team's elite and then you've got Man United in there if players like Ronaldo, Fernandez, Pogba, etc. can bail them out. Because Chelsea and City have got... Arsenal have just made it 2-0. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, 27th minute. Um, Chelsea and City have got the squads and they've got the manager. Liverpool have got the manager and the first 11 but not the squad and Man United have got the squad the first 11 but not the manager so and that's what makes it interesting like for example last week against West Ham in the league they needed a Lingard wonder goal and a De Gea penalty save to win that match like and again yesterday their luck ran out and they lost so I mean it's interesting um I think I still think we will win the league um I hope we can beat the defensive record, but that's a debate, obviously, for another day. Um, But I am going to end it here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. If you did enjoy it, please give me a like and a share around. That would mean the absolute world to me. I hope you all stay safe. I hope you're all not panic buying fuel if you live in the UK, because there's absolutely zero shortage whatsoever. Just 
fucking buy fuel like normal. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, stay safe, keep the blue flag flying high, and I will speak to you on the, the next one. Good bye.